The Shady Pines Guys, Dwayne and Steve. Welcome to our show. Today we have a special episode remembering Mary Wilson of the Supremes. Steve has a special celebrity encounter with that he will share with us later in the show. And I have a music gym. Today's music gym will be Mary Wilson. Steve, how are you doing? I'm doing pretty good today. How about yourself? Oh, I can't complain. That's good. I can, but I guess it doesn't do any good, does it? No, it doesn't. <laughs> do you want me to tell you now about my celebrity encounter with Mary Wilson? Oh, I would love to hear. You know, she was a Motown legend. She was the only original Supreme to go from the be- very beginning of the group till the very end of the group when she disbanded it. And uh, she was just an absolute legend that I loved and, and, uh, I'm dying to hear your celebrity encounter with her. Well, it, you're, you know, you're part of the reason that I ended up loving her and the group as well. Between you and my father, dad was a Motown fan and you, of course, Motown and the Supremes fan. So, uh, so luckily the, the, the input from both of you let me know that day what a great day it was <laughs> because yes, it, you were meeting an, a goddess. <laughs> yes. Yes. It was July 4th, 1998. And the station I was working at at the time, uh, we were, we hired or paid Mary to come in to do a show on for the 4th of July festival in town. And, uh, I was picked with me and a coworker and friend skip. We were the ones chosen to kind of host her that day. So we got in a limo and headed out to the airport to pick her up. And uh, he's the one that got to go inside there to to meet her. And then he had he stood there with a sign that said, Miss Wilson. <laughs> but um, so when they came out, Mary was wearing a tight black pants, a white blouse that hung off her shoulders. And uh, it, not anything overly fancy, but she still looked so classy. I was just, I was in awe when I saw her and a little nervous. She was very gracious. She was super friendly. And when she hopped in a limo along with her two backup singers who rode along with her. And as we drove to the hotel, Skip and I were each kind of taking turns gushing over her, telling her how her music has influenced our lives. Uh, I also told her about you, my best friend, Dwayne. He was a huge fan of the Supremes and that my dad loved Motown. And uh, she was very welcoming with our stories, attentive and interested in what we were saying. And uh, after gushing for a little bit, you know, we kind of get over that, quieted out. It was kind of a long ride to the hotel. And uh, she and the backup singers and the rest of us just started sort of chatting like you would in a car ride just to pass the time. And uh, she and her backup singers were talking about their, their flights, the restaurant they ate at that week and normal things like that. Well, then Mary started talking about a party she had recently attended hosted by Stevie Wonder. And she was talking about people she ran into there that she hadn't seen in a while. And then she mentioned that Stevie kept talking about this new young band of white boys called 98 Degrees and how he invited them to sing at this party. And uh, she said that they they sang some songs for them and they sounded so soulful. And she knew they had just released an album and had a, a single that did pretty decent. But she said they are definitely going to be big stars. And uh, just a side note, later in, in years in radio... I ended up befriending uh, Jeff Timmons, who was the founder of 98 Degrees. Uh, he came and did several things for us, and he was just delighted beyond anything to hear about this, that you know Mary Wilson was talking about him on one of her limo rides. So 
as the limo driver pulled off the highway exit to get to the hotel, it was kind of moving us around and you know, there's leather seats here. So we all start sliding and I slid right into Mary and I could not get away from her <laughs> as the, as it was turning, you know, the, the momentum was pushing me on the Mary. I was terrified. I was trying to keep it cool on the outside, but inside I'm like, I am squishing a Supreme. I'm going to go to hell. And finally, after the, the limo got kind of on a straight track, I was able to slide back and I apologized to her. And Mary just said, mm, you smell good. So my face was beat red, but I'm glad she didn't hold it against me that I was squishing her there. Now, uh, we dropped her at the hotel. She We left for a while, but I went back to the hotel later that evening to have dinner with her and uh, her entourage before the show. It was all her band members and everything. Uh, I still have that receipt. I have it in my uh, Mary Wilson autographed book that she wrote. It's $299, $299.64 is my receipt. But uh, Imagine after, how much it would be now. <laughs> I, that's what I was looking I was reading. And I can't remember what I ate that day or what she ate or I would let you know. But, yeah, that was for about eight people. So that's a really good price if you compare Oh, yeah, it that would probably be. <laughs> That would probably be five or six hundred dollars worth. <laughs> definitely, definitely. <laughs> so after dinner, myself, Mary, and her backup singers hopped into the limo and we headed to the park for their concert. There was a festival going on there, and uh, after they kind of did some little uh, testing with the sound checks and be before the girls got in costume. Uh, they wanted to go out and walk around. So I walked around with the backup singers and we were, they were grabbing up uh, food from all over the festival. Things like uh, cotton candy, funnel cakes, sugar waffles, all that kind of stuff. And then we brought them all backstage. Yeah. And when we got backstage, Mary was already there with the rest of the group and she was already dressed up. She was in this gold sequin gown, just beyond beautiful. And, you know, I, I, I couldn't help but bow. Um, everybody gathered around the food that we brought back in, pulling pieces from various goodies. And there's Mary in her sequin ground, grabbing some deep fried pickles. And she said she loved them. So, uh, now I like pickles, but deep fried pickles don't sound that good to me. I'm also, a, <laughs> I, I'm a picky eater too, though. But, but Mary looked at me and said, Steve, you need to try one of these and held it up to my mouth. Well, Oh, I was, it made me nervous. Like, I don't like eating different things, but I was not going to turn down a Supreme. So I opened my mouth. She stuffed that deep fried pickle in there and I chewed it up, smiled and said, hmm. You know, and, if you hadn't ate that, God would have got you. And if God I, didn't get you, I would have got you. you yes, definitely. <laughs> definitely. <laughs> I don't even know, remember how it tasted, good or bad. All I know is I was eating a deep fried pickle backstage that Mary Wilson shoved into my mouth. So it all was good. <laughs> so a little bit later, they did their show. The audience was going nuts. We watched from backstage. It was uh, myself, my late husband, Ken, my kids, and my friend Skip and his daughter, Kira. Uh, so we enjoyed the show as just as much as everybody in the crowd did. It was thousands of people there to see her. And then there came the point in the show where she was going to sing Baby Love. So she's talking to the audience, but she looks off stage to us and she announces that uh, she wanted her friend's kids to join her on stage. So my kids, Stevie and Sierra and Skip's daughter, Kira, all went up there shyly. They were young then <laughs> and danced with her as she sang Baby Love. And somewhere there's a video of this. I wish I knew who had it. 
but um, they were up dancing on the stage with uh, with Mary Wilson. It was a great time, and Skip and I enjoyed it a lot. We're talking about how our kids had no clue what a privilege it was that they were on stage dancing and singing with Miss Mary Wilson. And uh, afterward, she gathered us all around so we could get pics of her in full costume. I'll post that on our uh, Facebook page later. But it was a supreme 4th of July in 1998 for myself and thousands of others there for that concert with Miss Mary Wilson of the Supremes. Wow, I wish I'd have been there along with you. It sounds like you had a fabulous time just getting even to see the concert. I know I've seen Mary in concert before. And she gives a wonder. She well, she gave a wonderful show. Mm-hmm. Um, she put so much effort in it, and she appreciated her fans because when she we were like in front row, me and my friend who passed away several years ago, mm-hmm. and he was as big a fan of her as I was. And when she saw we were holding up her solo CDs and stuff, and had them too. Man, she was performing right to us. <laughs> and uh, she invited the crowd, some people, to get up on the stage with her that evening. But I was a little too nervous and I passed. But I kind of regret that I did. I, I should have got up there, but I, me being the clumsy ox I am, I'd have stepped on her toe and never would have. She would have re- remembered you forever, though. <laughs> For a bad day. <laughs> now it's time for music gems mary wilson is my music gem for today i want to point out the newly released motown mary wilson anthology it's the best collection of mary's work that you'll find anywhere there are several previously unreleased tracks on it plus her solo album for Motown in 1979. And there's lots of gems from Supreme's albums on it. It's a two CD set. It's also available for download. And I highly recommend this recording. There's so many good things. She does son of a preacher man. And I have to say, I like Mary's version even better than dusty Springfield's. Uh, It's uh, she really just puts something in it. No one else did. There's some alternate mixes of like automatically sunshine and Floyd joy, which were duets with fellow Supreme uh, Gene Terrell. And it's just a great package. And it's been a long time coming because Mary's fans have been, had been waiting for years for her, her work to be represented properly on CD. And if you're a real Mary fan, I would also suggest picking up Supreme's A Go-Go album from 1966. Mary sings Come and Get These Memories on there, and she gives Martha Reeves a a run for her money on it. Um, Mary's is every bit as good. I would also recommend that you get the uh, Supreme's The Final Years box set that featured the work of Mary Wilson, Sherry Payne, Cindy Birdsong, and Suze Green. Mary started, once once Sherry joined the group, Mary started singing lead more regular, and more tracks were Mary leads on each album. And I just treasure those albums because of the leads she did. And I would also, if you're a Mary fan, the never-before-released Masters. It was an early CD released in around 87 or so. 
it is worth looking after because Mary sings the Ballad of Davy Crockett on there, and she also does Our Day Will Come, and I think Mary even betters Ruby in the Romantics version of it. I know I'm partial to Mary, but I like Mary's better. So uh, I suggest maybe to start with the Motown anthology and then seek out some other Supremes albums. I'd recommend the Floyd Joy album because Mary does a couple of co-leads with Gene, uh, and she also does a solo number on that album that uh, I really like as well. So that's my music, Jim, for today. And uh, back to you, Steve. All right, cool. That sounds good. We'll have to check those out for sure. We'll probably post, uh, and people will notice if they check out our Facebook page, which is the, Sh- the Shady Pines guys, Steve and Dwayne. Uh, we post a lot of things that we discuss here on the show, whether it's pictures or music clips, videos, whatever. We like to put that stuff up there so that we can share and people know exactly what we're talking about when we're doing that. And while I'm at that, I just do want to mention that you can find our podcast on YouTube. If you look up Shady Pines, guys, uh, we're also available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and on Elitu.com. So uh, check us out in all those places and tell your friends and uh, keep listening so we can keep going. <laughs> soap Dish. In today's Soap Dish, I look at the As the World DVD collection of Kim and Bob's Wedding. What can I say about this beautiful collection of 10 episodes? It's just fabulous to have to sit and watch and see everybody so young and youthful and in their pride again. And so many old friends that, you know, over the years during the show to see them again and different versions of the character like uh, I got to see uh, the Hillary Bailey Smith, Margot, and the... Greg Marks, Tom, mm, cool. and I liked both of those. Hillary was a favorite of mine, and I don't know, she was my favorite Margot, and I enjoyed seeing her again. And it was wonderful to see people like Lila and Sward, and I liked the Lindsay Frost version of Betsy. She was also <laughs> in this episode, and there were so many favorites to see. And it was the DVD is centered around, of course, Kim and Bob's wedding. And guest stars come in for the wedding. Uh, Penny and Don return, and it's a reunion for them. And this episodes, these episodes also feature the debut of Julianne Moore on As the World Turns. And this was really Julianne's first real work. If they properly promoted this, I bet a lot of Julianne's fans that might have not even been fans of As the World Turns would have bought it just to see her early performances. Mm-hmm. It was She was really good right from the start, too. And then I got to see the late Mary Linda Rapalay as Maggie Crawford. It was wonderful to see her again. Although the storyline involving the mob and the casino... I was not crazy about that when it aired, and looking back on it now, I feel that may be one reason why Maggie and Frank were let go from the storyline. That storyline had not been a winner, in, in my opinion. And I loved the the uh, party that they had before the wedding, and of course, Kim and Bob were the center of the, the attention, and 
I loved getting to see Kim wear some very youthful looking overhauls with a flannel shirt that she wore the night of the party before the wedding. I thought she looked really young and youthful. And Eileen Fulton wore some beautiful outfits that were in these episodes. And it was kind of nice to get to see her sing that she knew she was losing Bob forever and would never have him back again because him and Kim, she knew were a solid thing. So it, she played it, did a masterful job of playing the woman who's uh, seeing the man she probably always loved move on with someone else. And I thought Eileen did a masterful job. And we also got to see Craig and Sierra at the beginning of their romance. And of course, Lucinda had been involved with him and she was hurt that he was moving on with Sierra. Although, you know, she, I guess was happy for her own daughter in a way. And in this episode, Lucy Deakins is also playing Lily. She was the original and I re I didn't remember her being as pretty as I thought she was and as good an actress as I thought she was. You know, after so many years of Martha, I had really forgotten what she was like, and I was pleasantly surprised with that. So I would definitely recommend, if you don't have the As the World Turns DVD set of Kim and Bob's Wedding, I certainly recommend you buy it or check it out for from the library or borrow it from a friend because it's certainly worth watching. I enjoyed it greatly. And also we have on the bold and the beautiful Sheila versus Katie over bill. Mm. Is Katie going to get herself hurt or killed by Sheila? I'm not sure what's going to happen or where the story's going, but, uh, I certainly wouldn't want to be in Katie's shoes standing up to Sheila because Sheila always has a way of having her way. And that's today's soap dish. And now back to you, Steve. <laughs> yeah. Thanks a lot. I, yeah, I, those, the stories around Kim's wedding, that's interesting because years ago I did see some of those with Kim and Bob's wedding and it was neat to, like you said, to, to see all the, the, either the actors young or the previous actors who played different roles and the dynamics of everybody at that time. It was just a very neat thing to see. And I always going to remember uh, Kim's wedding dress and, and her, whatever that thing was in her head. I know you say people kind of tease about it, but it, it's as memorable and sticks in my head to this day. I can see exactly what she wore on her wedding day. Every, to Bob. <laughs> every time I put a photo of Kim and Bob's wedding, and in one of our groups, someone always comments about they disliked the headpiece that Kim wore. It looked kind of like a sequined shower cap, really. Yeah. <laughs> I thought Catherine Hayes would have looked much lovelier with her own hair showing because she had such pretty, dark, thick black mm -hmm. hair. She would have looked much better with her own hair than with that headpiece. But, mm -hmm. you know, that's that was the producer's decision. I'm sure yep. she probably had her second thoughts about it when they were filming it more than likely. <laughs> but at, also I would like to point out at this time, if you don't know it already, I have several Facebook fan groups for as the world turns and Sheila Carter, both we have as the world turns forever as the world turns always as the world turns memories last a lifetime. We have Sheila Carter, Kimberlyn Brown of the Bold and the Beautiful, the Elizabeth Hubbard Facebook fan 
group. And we also have the bold and the beautiful, the ultimate group. So check those groups out because those are, I'm involved in all those and uh, we welcome you to them. Hey, I wanted to bring up something. Uh, I'm from the Dayton area, uh, Ohio, Dayton, Ohio area. And uh, yesterday it was announced that the Mike Sell Potato Chip Company that's based there in Dayton is going to be closing. So that, that's a regional brand that is available in the tri-state area there, like Ohio, Indiana, Kentucky, I believe those parts there. But I have loved their chips my whole life. They've been in business for 112 years. And uh, my favorites were the green onion potato chips. Love those things. And whenever I would go to Ohio, I would stop and buy some chips. Or if anybody comes down here to visit from Ohio, I ask them to bring some of those chips along. <laughs> it, it got me thinking there are so many other things from my childhood to go away that we wish we could eat again. Um, I really loved sour cream and onion Doritos back in the 70s. And uh, then there was Garfield fruit snacks. It was that one-two punch flavor was my favorite. That was like the late 80s, early 90s, I believe. It was I, my little brother was eating them. Then my kids were eating them for a bit there. And uh, Kaboom cereal. Uh, I liked New Coke and uh, Chocolate Soldier Drakes. Uh, what about you, Dwayne? You got stuff that... Oh, some things from the past that I love. Let me see. I used to love the Carnation Instant Breakfast and Instant oh. Breakfast Bars that they used to make. I don't believe they make either one anymore, as I've not seen them in a long yeah. time. I used to love Gino's Pizza. I'm Ooh. sorry, after Tontitos bought it and changed it to Tontinos, it's not the same pizza, and I don't mm. like it. And the pizza rolls are also not the same. The Geno's were much better and had a better taste, and mm -hmm. I miss those still yet to this day. And uh, I used to love a candy bar that was called a milkshake candy bar, and I Ooh. haven't seen, yes. seen I that, that in a long, long time time it seems like it's been gone but so many things from our past and you know with these potato chip mike sells company closing it's a, a local potato chip uh, manufacturers seem to be on the close i was also reading that the hussmans and the seaforts had closed in cincinnati as well and uh, so it's you know i guess it's Things can't. Things of a local nature are finding it hard to compete these days with large conglomerate mega companies. Yeah, yeah, that's too bad. It's very unfortunate because a lot of times those are the best. You know, the the local yes. thing. <laughs> oh, Mike Sells was the best. I loved their. Mm -hmm. um, I loved their no salt potato chip that they used to make. It was so good and crisp mm -hmm. and. And had such a nice light. All you taste it was the potato. Those were so good. Yeah, yeah that's what I was going to say. They really, you knew you were eating a, a real potato chip. I, it was, oh, they were so good, Mike Sells. Yes, yeah, yes. I just, I just hope I get somebody that goes up to Ohio before too long to bring me back some Grippo's barbecue chips before they close. Because yeah. those are the best barbecue chips yeah, I've ever I'm, eaten. I, hopefully they won't close. I know they still... They sell them up there at the Kroger stores. I know that, and because uh, every time uh, mom comes down, mom bought some, buys me a big pack of those, a bunch of the little bags, so that I don't go Ooh. stale. And oh yeah, you're right. If 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 anybody loves barbecue potato chips and you've never heard of Grippos, look online and find out if you can order it to get shipped because the that's a 
you ain't had a barbecue chip until you've had a Grippo's barbecue chip. <laughs> I used to find them every once in a while at Big Lots because Big Lots headquarters is in Columbus, Ohio. Hmm. But I don't shop Big Lots a lot anymore, and they quit having them before I quit shopping there. Hmm. So that was one less reason to go. <laughs> yep, yep. <laughs> and uh, you, you brought back some memories for me, too, though, because I was just saying, remember the Mike sells potato chips you taste one and you say hey they are delicious mike says they are. <laughs> yes I, yes i mean my, my, maybe somebody will buy the formula or something because it's a lot that it's yeah. much better potato chip than lace it is it is i was always i when i got older and understood how that was just a regional thing i didn't understand how it was how was this not everywhere because you know, we needed Oprah to get it like she did the ice cream, the Grater's ice cream in Cincinnati. It's like if we could have got Oprah to try a Mike Sells, they would have been national <laughs> and we'd be OK at this. But we could get them at our local stores. <laughs> well, you know, I'll be honest with you. Something I miss down here that we don't have uh, from Cincinnati is Frisch's. That mm. I used to love to go there and get fries and a grilled cheese sandwich, and I would order a special cup of their special tartar sauce that they mm -hmm. used, and that was just out of this world. Yeah, that yeah, another good food place, and uh, uh, my my dad loved that place, strawberry pie. That he'd get there. He would oh yes, those were delicious. <laughs> well, yeah. now that we've got everybody hungry, Dwayne, I think maybe it, uh, we'll wrap up this show. And uh, all righty. Remind everybody that you can find us on, on Shady Pine Guys on YouTube and our podcast also on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Elite2. And so uh, we'll see you next time. This is Steve. This is Dwayne inviting you to join us again for the Shady Pines Guys, Steve and Dwayne. Now stay tuned for Capital on most of these stations. <laughs> The Shady Pines Guys with Dwayne and Steve, copyright 2022, all rights reserved. Any unauthorized redistribution or reproduction of part or all of the contents in any form is strictly prohibited and will result in immediate legal action. We hope you'll join us again for the Shady Pines Guys.